Welcome everybody to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AW Rampage. We have a three-way trios tag team match here, as Penta El Zero Miedo, Commander, and Brian Keith defeated Action Andretti and Top Flight, as well as Matt Seidel and Private Party. Penta was able to catch Seidel off the ropes with a kick, followed by the Fear Factor for the pen. Rene Piquet was Paquette was backstage with Soraya and Harley Cameron as Renee was checking on them since Ruby, Soho, and Angela Parker are out on a date. Soraya started screaming that she doesn't give a shit about Ruby as Harley tried to calm her down. Soraya then made the announcement that her brother Zack Knight is now all elite as he walks into the picture looking medicine into the camera the entire time. Harley then starts acting like Harley, so Soraya had to spray her down with a water bottle and said that she has to get fixed. The Young Bucks defeated Johnny Lyons and Cappuccino Jones, which I swear is not a name that was given by Taz. Uh, Lyons has appeared on 205 Live and Monday Night Raw in the past. Matthew and Nicholas finished Cappuccino with the former Meltzer driver, now called the Tony Khan driver or the TK driver. Nicholas gets in the mic after and yelled at Paul Turner for calling him Nick and said next time he'll get a fine. They invited Tony Schiavone in the ring and said that they wouldn't attack him this time and said last time it was an accident and he tripped and they apologized. So they give him a $25 Amazon gift card. And also they saw... Um, they're sorry that they can't get Sting and Darby Allen's bloodstains out of their white suits, which they weren't wearing anymore. Tony asked if they can resend the $5,000 fine, but they said they can't do that. They call themselves Father Time because they are coming for Sting. After the break, Shivani is still in the ring, and he brings out Sammy Guevara. Sammy says that he fought his childhood hero Jeff Hardy last week, but Powerhouse Hobbs ruined the moment by putting him through a table after. Sammy said enough talking and called out Hobbs, but Don Kylis comes out instead. Kylis said that Sammy used to be something... Someone he wanted the Don Callis family, but he became weak. Hobbs then goes to attack Guevara from behind, but he takes him to the outside. Dove on him and started attacking him with a chair. Hobbs then stopped a GTH attempt and took out Sammy with a couple of spine busters and the world's most dangerous slam. Sky Blue's in the back, and she's upset that she almost beat Willow Nightingale. If it wasn't for Stokely Hathaway's interference, Julia Hart walks in and said that they will get the revenge and said that they will dig three graves for Willow, Statlander, and Stokely, who asked Sky who, asked Sky who she wants first, and she said whoever has the balls to step up first. Mariah May defeated Anna Jay. The finish was May getting out of the Queen Slayer by biting Jay, followed by the May Day for the win. Renee was with Ruby and Angela Parker, who said that their date was incredible. Ruby said that it was weird that Soraya was trying to hook up with her brother and called him a poor man's Tom Hardy. Ruby says Soraya needs her, and she's sad and happy about without her, and she needed space. And in that space, she found Angelo, and she can talk about her. But when she talks about Angelo, that gets her mad, and she invited them all to meet her next week. And Angelo said, Ruby is hot when she gets mad. In the main event, Roderick Strong defeated Jake Hager, who came out with Hornsby, who's the mascot of the local Tulsa Drillers baseball team. Uh, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett were about to attack Hornsby during the match, but Orange Cassidy comes off for the save. He tossed Hager's purple hat in the ring, which gives him powers when he puts it on. Uh, so he goes on a rampage, on a rampage. Hager had the ankle lock on, but Taven and Bennett tossed Orange in the ring, which causes a distraction to the referee as Hager went to stop them. Strong then stops Hager with a jumping knee for the pen and the win. We go to TNA Impact. Chris Saban defeated Jason Hotch with the Cradle Shock after some failed interference from John Schuyler on the outside. Simon Gotch making his TNA debut, although he did briefly appear as enhancing talent under his old gimmick of Ryan Drago back in 2006 for Impact. Anyway, he defeats Jack Price here. Josh Alexander comes out for commentary for this match, but an easy win for Gotch hitting the Gotch-style pile driver and putting on the bulldog choke to make Price tap out. He didn't let go of the move until Alexander jumped in the ring and got in his face. Steve Macklin defeated Trent Seven after hitting the crosshairs and KIA. Um, with speedball and the 
Rascals all get involved on the outside. Gil Kim tried to give Giselle Shaw some advice backstage before her match with Jordan Grace and No Surrender, but she wanted none of it. Eric Young comes out to the ring, and it looks like he's ready for a fight. For Frankie Kazarian says he won't fight. He thought he wanted to talk instead, but he will bring out a ghost of Young's past in Big Damo, the former Killian Dane and Young's partner when he was part of Sanity. Good back and forth here until Young hit a pile driver for the pin, and then Young gets on the mic and challenges Kazarian for No Surrender. This is actually not the first time that Young and Damo have fought in TNA, having some matches in TNA uh, on Impact back in 2016 when they were over in the UK. We now get the debut of Ash by Elegance, introduced by her conjures, uh, George Iceman, and she defeated Savannah Thorne pretty easily here with the rarefied air, which is like a top rope senton, and this is actually the first ever match that the former Dana Brooke, Ash by Elegance, has had outside of WWE. And in the main event, Moose, Eddie Edwards, and Brian Myers of the system defeated Kushida, Alex Shelley, and Kevin Knight, with Moose catching Knight with his spear at the end to get the pen, and they kept brawling after as Shelley put Moose in the Border City stretch until the rest of system pulled them away. If you want a full report of what happened in No Surrender, there is a report right now at postwrestling.com. We move on to TNA Explosion. Mike Bailey defeated Jay Vidal after hitting the ultimate weapon, and then after that, he joined Jim Miller for Around the Ring, where they talk about their, lo- their love for food and their love for cooking, as Bailey talked about going to school for cooking at one point as well. And the last match here was Dirty Dango defeating Laredo Kid with the top rope leg drop and help from Alpha Bravo and Oleg Prudius on the outside. Instead of saying, I hate wrestling in his intro, he said, I hate Lucha Libre. Ring of Honor on Honor Club, the women's TV title tournament, continues here as another first-round match. We have Taya Valkyrie defeated Sussy Love, who is a Mexican wrestler from Big Lucha. Uh, Love definitely hung in there, but Taya finished her off with a Shania Payne, and she will face Queen Aminata in the quarterfinals. Lee Johnson defeated Sonico, who's making his ROH debut after being on an AEW Dark in the past. Good showing, but Johnson hit the shot drop for the pen and the win. Another first-round match here as Red Velvet defeated Sandra Moon, who's making her Honor Club debut, but she has been on GCW as well as AEW Dark a bunch in the last couple of years. Wild ending here with Velvet hitting a Casadora driver from the corner, followed by the mix-it-up kick to advance, and she will face Layla Hirsch in the quarterfinal. Danhausen defeated Brandon Cutler. This is the return of Danhausen on Ring of Honor here. Uh, last appearing in 2021, if you remember, he pretty much like signed with Ring of Honor right at the very end before they got purchased by AEW. But he's back here. Um, and then he tried to curse Cutler, and then C- Cutler and Cole Cabana ended up cursing themselves, and they sprayed each other in the mouth with cold spray instead. Uh, mostly com- comedy antics throughout this match until Danhausen put the teeth in Cutler's mouth, followed by a pump kick for the win. Uh, I'll be seeing Danhausen as well as a couple of uh, other wrestlers like uh, Mustafa Ali and Alex Shelley and uh, the Rascals. Uh, at this coming House of Glory. So make sure you'll see a report for that on Post Wrestling as well this weekend. We have another first-round match here as Abaddon defeated Viva Van after hitting a running knee in the Black Dahlia. They definitely talked up all the indie titles that Van, uh, Viva Van has had, but Abaddon wins and will face Mercedes Martinez in the quarterfinal. I know Viva Van has been campaigning to appear on Dynamite, so we'll see if that happens anytime soon. Ethan Page defeated Anthony Henry after hitting the headshot slingshot cutter out of nowhere for the pin. Queen Aminata with a really good promo in the back talking about how she's asking for the old Taya in her tournament, in this tournament match, and not this new Taya that she's been seeing. Back to the tournament, uh, the last first-round match here as Billy Stark defeated Robin Renegade with a hammerlock neck vice submission to make Renegade tap in one of the better matches I've seen in the tournament so far. Starks will now face Diamante in the quarterfinals. We get a passionate promo from Ethan Page who says that he's been waiting for Kyle Fletcher and his TV title uh, to come back here and he will be waiting for them as uh, Fletcher has been having a couple of visa issues so that's why he's been kind of missing in AW slash ROH. We have a four corner survival match here as Commander defeated AR Fox, Matt Seidel, and Exodus Prime who's making his ROH debut after being on AEW. Wild match here the entirety of the match was pretty wild here until Commander hit his rope walk shooting press to the shooting star press on Exodus to get the win. 
In the main event here for the Women's World Championship, a best two out of three tables match here as Athena defends the title against Nyla Rose. Uh, right away, Rose powerbomb Athena off the apron into a table to get the first fall. Athena evened it up later on with an O-face to Nyla, who was on the apron, falling right through a table on the outside for the second fall. And they fight back and forth on the apron until the end, when Athena holds up Rose in an electric chair position <clears throat> and drops her right into another table to get the win and to retain. So we do have the Supercard of Honor show, WrestleMania weekend. Honestly, I'm not too sure who they will be hyping up as Athena's next opponent. It might be somebody they're bringing in um, that's from AEW, maybe somebody outside of the company. I think it should be a special attraction match for sure. But it looks like we're probably going to get the finals for the women's TV title at that pay-per-view, at least. No MLW show this week. I will be attending their Intimidation Games um, today, actually. So I'll have a report for that on PostWrestling.com. But when they have their TV special, which I'm... Um, their YouTube special, which we'll be taping today. I'll have a report for that on this show. We go to Women of Wrestling Superheroes. Adriana Gambino continues her winning streak, rolling up Princess Aussie with the tights to get the win. IQ Superior defeated Fury and Rebel Hayes when a disciplinarian, disciplinarian hit Hayes with a TKO as Samantha Smart held on to Fury. Tiki Chamorro defeated Gloria Glitter with her claw drill-like move as the Tonga Twins showed up at the end to support her. And the Mother Truckers defeated Penelope Pink and Vicky Lynn McCoy of the Fabulous Four after hitting the clothesline stunner combo. Miami Sweet Heat runs out after and t- took out the Mother Truckers as it looks like we'll be getting a tag team title match between these two teams. We go to NWA Power. It starts with Blake Troop defeating Joe Alonzo by referee stoppage after catching him off the rolls with a roundhouse kick and putting on the bulldog choke until the referee calls it off. Magic Jake Dumont defeated Alex Misery after hitting the abracadabra, followed by a top rope moonsault. Anthony Andrews and Zion defeated the country gentleman when Austin Idol took out Joe Kazana on the outside and the distraction caused Andrews to roll up Casey Kazana and get the win over his former tag team. And in the main event for the NWA World Women's Tag Team Championships, the King Bees of Danny B and Charity King defeated Ella Envy and Kylie Page of Pretty Empowered to become the new, new the new tag team champions here after Charity King catches Envy off the ropes into the world's greatest slam to get the pen. On NXT Level Up, Carmen Petrovic defeated Brinley Rice after a bit of back and forth at the end until Carmen holds on to the roll-up to get the win. And then we have a match two of a best two out of three falls match between Tyreek Igwe and Tyson DuPont versus Hank Walker and Tank Ledger. So all four of these guys were in the back playing dominoes earlier in the show, and they had this idea, since they had a match a couple of weeks ago, to kind of retroactively make that match one in a best two out of three falls match when Walker and Ledger won. And uh, yeah, they are up now, so the match tonight will be the match two of the best two out of three falls. Uh, sorry, best two out of three series. <laughs> sorry if I'm confusing. I'm confusing myself here. But Igwe and DuPont evened it up hitting a double-team back-body drop and chokeslam combo on Walker as Igwe gets the pen. So, match three of this series should be happening rather soon. On WWE main event, Ginger Mahal defeated Apollo Crews after hitting the Colossus. This is Ginger's first match on main event in about three years. And in the main event of main event, the Creed Brothers defeated Hank Walker and Tank Ledger. Hank and Tank make it their main roster debut here on main event. But Brutus Creed gets the pin on Tank Ledger after he hits the Brutus Bomb. That is it for me this week. Like I said, a lot of reports on Polish wrestling. I do have the report for No Surrender. I'll have a report for MLW Intimidation Games. I'll have a report for House of Glory, uh, Repentance Show this weekend. And, of course, all the shows on Poison Rana. Uh, what up, though? Um, listen to Up Next. Listen to Poison Rana. Get your cheese at shop-tees.com. Uh, who knows? There might be some new merch uh, pertaining yours truly in the coming weeks or so. That is it for me this week. You guys will catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. <laughs>